Hi, welcome to the It's All About Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Justin Bird. This podcast is for people interested in making sustainable, qualitative relationships their objective. I want world peace, and I build world peace one world at a time, beginning with the relationship with self and extending outward to marriage and family, friends, community, and world. So if that's an objective you want to take up, come along. Mi amigos, mina freunda, my friends, greetings, good to be with you again. I I realized that we are, what, seven, eight episodes into this podcast, and I haven't explained a few things very well. And in this episode, I want to unpack uh, masculinity and femininity as principles. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about principles and players in a formulaic exchange that is creative and that is found in all relationships. And so it's very important to uh, delineate between principles and players. And I want to spend some time talking about the principle of masculinity and the principle of femininity. So in the grand design that regulates all relationships, this circular formula with a marker point at the top of the circle and a marker point at the bottom of the circle with a horizontal line separating them two and relationships being about how these marker points interplay. Though there is a line, they are not separated. They are, that line is more of a hinge point, uh, a transition point like um, the middle of a seesaw. But, but the interplay between these two marker points um, is creative by nature. And uh, once around the circle is the creation of a, new, of a new thing, a new measure of life. And so creation itself, all of the cosmos, everything that uh, was and is and will be created um, comes to pass by by this formula, this grand design. So masculinity and femininity are connected and visualized as one um, principle at the top of this circle and one principle at the bottom of this circle. And I'll be doing uh, some illustration and some writing on a board a little bit later for those watching. But essentially, masculinity is an energy pole at the top of your soul that acts. Light shines out of it. Light is masculine. It's the point through which giving occurs. It is outward facing and flowing. It is consciousness. It is choice. In terms of relationships, we all know how there's sometimes when we choose our responses and sometimes we just react. When you choose your response, you are behaving with masculine energy. When you react, you're behaving with feminine energy. So what is femininity? Femininity is an energy pole 
at the bottom of your soul that is acted upon. Like a black hole, it's mysterious and unknowable, but we know that light cannot escape its pull. The absence of masculinity is femininity. It is the point through which receiving occurs. It is inward facing and flowing. It is unconsciousness. It is consequence. It is reflective. And so interplaying with one another, uh, our relationships are constantly pinging back and forth between these two energy poles. They are ever present within us. The masculine energy pole is related to our eternal aspect, okay, our being, um, our spirit. So I will define the human soul as a two-layered thing, one layer being spirit, one layer being flesh. When I say masculinity is at the top of the human soul, I'm saying that masculinity is our spirit. And when I say femininity is at the bottom of the human soul, I'm saying that femininity is our flesh. If you think, so if you think about spirit being on the top half of the circle and flesh being on the bottom half of the circle and the human soul being the whole circle, you understand why I would use the visual that way. That I also refer to the relationship between heaven and earth this way. So if one thinks of heaven as spirit and earth as material, flesh or form, but then being one, heaven would be above earth, right? So heaven would be at marker point A at the top of the circle. Earth would be at marker point B at the bottom of the circle and their oneness would fit uh, this pattern, this grand design. And and the way they interplay. Um, there are similarities between the way heaven and earth interplay and the way um, our masculinity and our femininity interplay or the way the human spirit interplays with human flesh in the soul of an individual. Okay, so let's take a look at a list. Let's make a list. So the top half of the circle, marker point A, an energy pole inside of you if you're a human and it, regardless of whether you're male or female. Femininity is a term for an energy pole at the bottom of the human soul. Uh, femininity is a word denoting an energy pole within you if you're a human regardless of whether you're male or female. So things that are masculine, um, things I've already said. So light is masculine. It's the acting principle. It's the point out of which, it's the point out of which giving occurs. It is outward facing because it gives, it is the, um, Marker point out of which service flows. It is consciousness in the relationship between 
spirit and flesh. Spirit is masculine and flesh is feminine. Strength is masculine. Power is masculine. Masculinity is the knowing principle. So it is knowledge. When humankind received the gift of knowing good from evil or the ability to discern or penetrate the unknown, simultaneously Adam, male, was given power to penetrate Eve, female, and conception occurred on both planes. The conception, which means knowing in spirit, and the conception, which means uh, becoming pregnant in body. In the relationship between uh, land and water, I would say that land is masculine and water is feminine. But don't think that 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 is contradicting the fact that spirit can be understood as masculine in relation to earth or material being feminine. Uh, I'm not saying that that all material is feminine. What's important to understand is that all things stand in relationship. So if you're going to look at a relationship, you're going to look at two things. You're going to basically isolate two or more things and put them under the microscope and look at them. So land or, or dust or earth can be understood as masculine in relationship to water. If we're thinking of earth in relationship with heaven, earth as a whole, we could call feminine and heaven masculine. But then if we want to take, shrink our attention down from that macro view and separate land from water, then one of those players will slip into the masculine role and one will slip into the feminine role. And then if we were to divide things even further with our attention, the players would change. They would be switched out and uh, something else would take this uh, position up here at marker A and assume the masculine role and uh, the other thing would take the feminine role. And the more you divide a thing and split your attention, as the players switch out, this formula, this formula always remains the same. It's ever present. And so uh, different things will be at marker point A and different things will be at marker point B. And the formula won't change, but the players will. And so I hope that explains that a little bit. Um, feel free to ask any questions. And let's see, what else is masculine? Sacrifice is masculine. Uh, as just like service being outward flowing, right? We give service to others, so it flows out from us. And that which flows out of us, it leaves us, and that we call sacrifice. Whether that's money, time, talent, food, material goods, immaterial goods, uh, whatever gifts we're giving as they exit us, we call that sacrifice. And um, as that enters the recipient, we call that submission. I use the word submission uh, defined as positioning for receipt or the act of reception. 
because the player in reception uh, opens up or positions in order to make space for the gift that is sacrificed in that exchange. So resources are masculine. Any resource, any gift that is sacrificed is masculine. Masculinity is the principle of plenty or supply or abundance. Masculinity is the principle of abundance. Masculinity is the principle of having, of being in possession of, which is why it is, sacrifices a masculine principle um, because being the one who has is masculine and then letting go of that happens by choice of the one who has. And so both having or being in possession of is masculine and also giving it uh, or sacrificing it or letting go of it is masculine. Okay. So this is a not comprehensive list, but it is a good start uh, to help give you an idea of what masculinity is as a principle. Okay, so what is femininity as a principle? Let's get into the list. Femininity is the receiving portion of any creative exchange. So femininity, uh, the feminine principle is the consumptive principle. Oh, that's one more masculine principle is productive. So to produce uh, is masculine. That goes hand in hand with uh, supply. And so the feminine principle is basically the counter principle to all to the masculine principle. So the inverse reciprocal of all of the, these masculine principles here I've listed uh, on the top of the circle um, belong on the bottom of the circle and are the feminine principle. So uh, I'll go through them more quickly. Hopefully you can, um, hopefully you could name them, some of them by yourself now just by uh, seeing the masculine principles and then inverting them, right? So, um, so femininity is the consumptive principle. Uh, not having is, uh, belongs to the feminine principle. Wanting, so, so the opposite of abundance is emptiness, right? Or lacking. Need is a feminine principle, and needs draw resources to them. Needs have this sort of magnetization effect uh, where they pull resources to them um, and stimulate resource holders to sacrifice those resources. And then when those resources are sacrificed, they receive those resources. And um, making space for that reception, uh, I call submission, and it is a feminine principle. Okay, this is good. We are making some great headway. Let's keep going. So the feminine principle is inward facing and inward flowing, right? Because it uh, draws um, that which it requires to it, it being the principle of not having, of lack, 
of emptiness, of need, it, uh, its function then is to magnetize um, that, which it re that which it requires in order to subsist and uh, sustain life to it. So it's inward flowing by function in relationship to its opposing principle, which, which has that which it needs. It is acted upon. The feminine principle is acted upon. Darkness is a, belongs to the feminine principle. It is the absence of light. Uh, the feminine principle uh, is powerless. It draws strength to its rescue. Um, uh, classically told in story form as the uh, maiden in distress in the fairy tales to whom the knight comes to the rescue. Um, and in relationship with spirit, the feminine principle is material or flesh um, and uh, unconsciousness or, or the subconscious, the consciousness below consciousness. Um, so there's a lot here. Uh, there's a lot to go over. Um, this podcast is intended to answer your questions about what is masculinity and what is femininity and I sense that uh, it may have created more questions. Uh, you, may, you may stop listening um, feeling like you know even less about masculinity and femininity than, than when we started. But I hope not. I hope um, you feel a, a little bit more equipped, that you have in your possession now uh, more ideas about what I mean when I reference, when I use the word masculinity as a principle and when I use the word femininity as a principle in talking and describing uh, their, uh, how they interrelate to create new measures of life. So if that is the case, then mission accomplished. In actionable terms, these traits are labels for energy movements within each human body, male and female alike. Joseph Campbell submits that all myth is a manifestation in symbolic images of the inner energies of the body in conflict with each other. Uh, when he uses the word myth, he's referring to stories told by humankind all across the globe, uh, in which stories, collectively, interestingly, he has found a universal pattern that looks like this. So that's what he says about stories, but try separating your relationships from your storytelling. Good luck. Your management of these energies within determines your circumstances or that which is created externally. Cycles of exchange create new measures of life and stagnation of exchange halts life. We call these energy poles masculine and feminine because the energy pole on top is found incarnate in the human male and the energy pole on bottom is found incarnate in the human female. One cycle of exchange between those parts defining humans as male and female creates new human life and is iconic for creative cycles of exchange elsewhere.
all creative cycles of exchange elsewhere. Males embody marker point A, and females embody marker point B. And the way new life cycles through them points to the way new life cycles through the marker points on other planes. So that might make sense to you now, um, why these energy poles are called masculine and feminine. We could call them yin and yang. We could call them A and B. We could call them other words that um, are less confusing uh, or incendiary. But now, but given that human males incarnate the energy pole uh, on top marker A, and that females incarnate the energy pole on the bottom of the human soul, marker B, uh, it's reasonable, I think, that some people have referred to these energy poles as masculine and feminine over the course of history. Well, I look forward to sharing more. There is a lot more. Um, kind of an infinite amount to share about these marker points and their interplay and um, how creation itself gets going. And I look forward to sharing more about these things with you in future podcast episodes. So if you're liking what you're hearing, please leave a review, subscribe, send me all your money, refer a friend, ask questions, get involved, chew on these ideas, uh, any of the above, um, buy my shirt, Eek Bin, it's on Etsy, and I use that money to create better content. If you want to support my podcast and, and buy one of my shirts, then in the future, instead of using this uh, board, I can do cool motion graphics videos. Know what I'm saying? so that this podcast can grow and reach more people um, and help clarify important topics that right now in our world are creating a lot of distress um, due to a lack of understanding about them. All right, till next time. If you want to learn more, order my book. It's called The Grand Design. The link is below. It's available on Amazon. And it outlines this pattern found in all relationships and illustrates it in three specific examples. Getting yourself familiar with the pattern will make shifts in your mind and in your heart that will begin to open new awareness about your present relationship needs. To get more help applying this pattern to your present relationship needs, reach out to me. I'm Justin Bird, wishing you the very best with your relationship sustainability. Es wird doch alles wieder gut, nur ein kleines bisschen Mut. Loving you.